choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to a hundred, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? This is Thanks for Asking Kel's podcast. Sorry I'm late, but I am back. This is episode 247. I'm Kel's at KMGZ on Twitter. Um, so, let's get started. Um, I was going to get to it because it's Saturday and I got stuff to do. So, um, the Yours and Negritude is going out to John Legend and Alicia Keys for their verses last night. Look, I know not everybody, um, you know, that's not everybody's kind of music, but it's my kind of music. I love me some John Legend. I think Get Lifted is like, I play that to this day. I think that is a perfect album. Um, I just, I listen to Black Frank Sinatra, Smooth Crooning. You know, romantic music, I like it, I like it. Um, when he first started, I thought, you know, his voice was a little flat, but, you know, he's he's gotten it together now, and, I mean, even last night when Alicia was doing her songs, he was singing back up, and, I mean, just came in super smooth. It was it was really dope. He didn't do, I mean, he, look, John, I, I said, you know, no disrespect to Alicia. Alicia got hits for real, but her hits are, like, really like her first two or three albums and then after that it was the girl on fire music where people was like girl what is this you know with maybe a a good song here and there so I was like yo John got way too many hits he didn't play them all last night um but he played a good deal um he played a lot of Ross songs but I I mean I, I know a lot of people like the Ross John uh duets or whatever features I really don't that is the one part of John's cat and I've I've heard him speak and he says that's his favorite um, that's some of his favorite part of his catalog, so, you know, I'm, I, that's, I'm sure that's why he played it, he's proud of it, I've just never liked it, um, I just, I'm not a Rick Ross fan, I'm not gonna lie, I just never been, I just always thought, I mean, I know he got some grooves and all that, I just always thought he was corny, I just can't get with the, you know, fake drug dealer Rick Ross, that's a grown-ass man that's still alive walking around that actually sold drugs, right, like, make up a drug name, my nigga, or like, I don't know, he, he used to be a CO, like, it's just very corny to me, I've never really got with it, I just never it's not something I can rock with, it's just very inauthentic to me um, yeah, but so he didn't play, you know, She Don't Have to Know, which is like, if you know that song you, it's, it's, it's a ain't shit nigga creep song, but it is glorious, um, and then he played Glory, which, you know, from Selma, which, you know, whatever I, he won to me but it was a couple, it was two, three songs that he played that I wish he would play two, three other songs. But, you know, it was great. I liked it. Um, you know, Alicia bought her big strap energy. Look, lesbians, we know. We ain't trying to argue nobody down. We know what we know. And, you know, we'll just leave it at that. Um, okay, so, that's the yours of negative. So, um, jump into, so you know, Insecure, I've told y'all, I love Issa Rae, I'm not crazy about that show, I've watched, I had, I had high hopes for the show, but I just, I don't know, I don't, I don't, as Issa got busier, and got more things to do, and brought in probably other writers, and really when they started really writing according to Twitter, is when I was like, ah, most shows that do that are not really, they, they don't, I don't like most shows that write towards Twitter, because it's like, these 
people on here like have terrible tastes and terrible takes and why would you be the whole thing with Lawrence when the, the, the Lawrence Hive when they started writing for that I was happy to see Lawrence go when they first said Lawrence was going to be on the season I was like cool because I think if what I took and I think what was to be taken from this season and this series finale and I listen I watched myself physically watched like three episodes, I watched the rest of the TL but it was enough, like I know the story I know what's going on, everybody hates Molly whatever, so you know, I could follow it, but I did watch the series finale and I think what the season, not the season finale, and I think what the season finale is, is showing is that the real relationship at the center of this show is Molly and Issa and that is what I tuned in for and that's what I wanted, and so when it started going off into this dude and that dude, and the Daniel, and the Nathan, and all this, and all that, I just lost interest, because I was like, oh, this is gonna turn, this is turning into some, you know, sitcom type shit, or some, you know, some, it just wasn't for me, I'm not, I just, that's not what I want, I wanted the show to be about Issa, Molly, her friends, and their life, and all these other niggas should have been off rent, offshoots, you know, and, and, and instead they turn into major characters, so I think they kind of got it back this season, and I'm glad for that, like, Lawrence was not in a lot of seasons, I mean, in a lot of episodes, or if he was, he wasn't in the full episode, Issa's life didn't really rotate so much around Lawrence, and what Lawrence was doing, and me, you know, and even, like, even the finale, a lot of people, well, I won't say a lot of people, that I saw people taking the finale two different ways, and I actually took it the second way, a lot of people took it, like, you know, oh, her and, or, the finale and the, sorry, the finale and the episode prior, and I don't think I watched the episode prior to that, but the, the finale and the episode prior, people were like, oh, their team, what they call them, Lisa, Lawrence and Etha, and I was like, I don't really think they're gonna get back together, I, I think something, I mean, it's a TV show, so you know something's gonna happen, I was like, I just think that, I don't think that's what is being aimed for here, like, I, I, you know, I, I don't think that's progress for Issa, in other words, if she ends back up with Lawrence, I don't think that's progress for Issa, because I, I just don't believe in going backwards, right, I believe people are exes for a reason, and if you look at that show, people, like, were talking about the date that they went on, and how it was romantic, and I saw it totally different, I saw Issa as going back to Lawrence and settling for less, again, Lawrence got con- 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 condolences, flowers, taking her to the fancy restaurants, and when they did get, what what was it, back to having sex on the bouch and eating pizza in the apartment, and it's like, Issa, that's what you were doing before, like, that, you were miserable with that before, you know, and Lawrence seems to be fine with it, I would be miserable, like, I, listen, when the, when, you know, the markets crashed, and a lot of us weren't doing what we wanted to do, man, it was the worst time ever, right, like, like, you have to be the most basic of bitches that have been satisfied with, you know, doing not anything like what you had planned to do, or what you went, some people just, you know, fell into it, I never did, I was like, yo, this ain't for me, right, and so I came back to the East Coast, and I'm still not doing exactly what I want to do, but, you know, I'm getting there, right, because I, you know, I just keep trucking, and so, I just felt so, when I saw that, I was like, oh my god, they're back, and they're eating pizza, and I was like, that's horrible, 
that's not a good thing, like, and then Issa willing to move to the Bay, and I was like, Issa, why, you, you, you got your, you did the event, you, 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 you on your way, you about to be, you know, a party promoter, you hot now, you, you, this is what you always wanted to do, you finally figured it out, you about to build something, you about to go run off to, 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 for this nigga, and so, and I think, you know, I love Issa Rae, I think Issa's a genius, I think she knows all this, and so, what I took from that show, what, or from that finale, is that, like, I, th- I think the people that were like, oh, they're gonna be a couple and old condolas messing it up, I don't think that's, I don't think that's what it was intended, I think what is intended is like, this is not for you, Issa, like, you, the time, that y'all had a time, that time is past, you have moved past that, this is not for you, and that's why I always, I've never liked Lawrence, because I, I don't care, I, I'm not for cheating, but I just felt like, with all that she went through, and all that both of them were going through, for him, he just threw, he just went all out the window, cause she cheated, I just felt like it should have been like, look, alright, look, shit is fucked up right now, I was fucked up, you got that, like, I just, all the theatrics he went through, cause she cheated, it was just a lot for me, I think he should have just let her have that when they move on, right? Because I think if it was Issa, if the tables were turned, that's probably what Issa would have did, right? Because, you know, I just, I just, I never liked him, I think he does, even the situation with Condola, <coughs> excuse me, we call her everything but her name, he just, he's, he's just, a, he's, a, I hate people who, they don't, they, everything, it's always like something is happening to them, right, or they find themselves in a situation, and they can never, fit, and they never take control, right, like, it never in charge of anything, that's just always been Lawrence to me, it was, you know, it was Issa's fault that he, you know, nigga, your, your dreams was, your dreams was dead, you couldn't do what you wanted to do, and you just went into depression, like, and I'm not saying you should've worked that Blockbuster, cause fuck that, right, but, like, you weren't, you could've, you know, you wanted to start your own business, okay, you couldn't start your own business, but just like you eventually got up and went and found a job with, you know, whatever tech company, you could've done that, like, okay, I can't start my business right now, but I could do this, you know, or I could do that, you know, I'm not saying go work at Blockbuster, because, or was it, yeah, Blockbuster, because, you know, fuck that, and, you know, but it just, like, you weren't, you weren't doing what you could, right, and it's just, that's always him, even with Condola, with the pregnancy thing, and look, you know, I'm estranged from Dick, I don't have pregnancy worries, but even that conversation, when he was like, oh, but we're being really careful, to me, it, I took that as like, okay, she's on birth control, clearly y'all weren't using condoms, because she wouldn't be pregnant, right, so I took that as, she's on birth control, well, the chances of her being being pregnant would be less, right, I took that as like, oh, she's on birth control, so, you know, and, and I pull out, so we cool, and so then when she ends up pregnant, it's like, oh, how can we do it? It's like, dog, you never take control of the situations, you always, like, a act, you always, like, a, a, a um, a extra in your own life, nigga, like, if, if shit is going right with you, you got offered the new job, you back with Issa, you, that's what you want to do, then that's the time to be extra sure, like, yo, I'm strapping this shit up extra tight, I don't know what's going on right now, but I, you know, if, if that's what you're gonna do, he just, he just, I never liked him, I, I don't see the fascination with him, I never, I wanted, I was for them breaking up and him going on, they wrote him back into the show, hopefully, I don't know if he's gonna come back, I know everybody on the show is getting more busy, I see Lawrence being movies, movies now, he was in, um, uh, he was in the Miss America on Hulu, I saw, or the guy who plays Lawrence, I saw him in, 
oh, there's another movie I saw him in, he popped up, without a mustache, he looks horrible, without a mustache, I don't think he's that cute with a mustache, but y'all got it, but without the mustache, he looks horrible, um, so, you know, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves the show, because usually when, he, he directed a couple episodes, usually when actors on sitcoms get to direct an episode, not all the time, because we know Grey's Anatomy done been on for damn near 20 years, and I think everybody on that show done directed an episode, but usually, when actors in the show get to directing, that's, you know, probably they about to leave, maybe that's something they wrote in their contract, like if they get extended another year, they get to direct an episode, blah, 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 usually, so I, I would not be surprised if Lawrence uh, is not on the show anymore, which would be fine with me, I personally am a Nathan fan, I've always been, now Nathan ghosted on that bipolar shit, and I don't mean to be um, uh, insensitive but I really, his his everybody was like, oh see, Issa jumped down his throat, Issa really didn't jump down his throat, Issa just merely pointed out that, okay, you, you talking about Nathan, uh, talking about Lawrence, but at least Lawrence didn't disappear, he didn't ghost and Nathan came back that, well, I didn't ghost I had, but to me, that wasn't an excuse, I was like well, fuck out of here, nigga, like, you could have been said that shit, you could have said that shit when you came back, like, whatever, like, don't try, don't try to throw that shit up now like it's the big joker, like you backing me down, she really didn't attack him she just was stating, you know, okay well, he said we want to be shady, let's be shady, but I happen to think Nathan was I, I happen to think Nathan was right about Lawrence he said he sometimes, he yes he is, like he's just, he just he just bops around to and fro, like he doesn't have any control and now he done got Condola pregnant and she wants it, and we know that he's not you know, he's not a, he, I don't like him but he's not a fuck nigga, like he's not at all gonna, he's not at all the guy that's gonna like let her just raise his kid without his involvement, like that's not the kind of dude he is, you know what I'm saying so we know that either that's gonna be something written into the show, which I doubt because, or I hope not or, you know this is going to be how he leaves the show, which is totally fine with me, because I really want to get into Issa, I think we need to dig into Molly, everybody hates Molly, I don't hate Molly, I understand that Molly's character is terrible and does terrible things, but y'all talk about her, like, I, th- I just think it's a lot of projection on Molly, first of all, I think a lot of people that talk shit about Molly are like Molly, and it's like funny to me, because like, I know on Twitter, I read the stuff that y'all beats, you know, I, I just remember somebody tweeted one time, if you won, like, all this money in the lottery, how many of y'all would give it to you? Everybody was like, I wouldn't give them, I just, listen, the friendships, quote fingers, that I see people talking about on TL, y'all not good friends to me at all, like, I wouldn't be friends, I wouldn't ride to the store with none of y'all, I think Molly has issues, we clearly with her father, Molly is just a person who has gotten to her big age without having to unpack, she's singular focused look, there's a lot of successful black women in particular who are like that because you, it is so hard to get to where Molly is, Molly is a, you know an, an, well I know she's at the black firm now or she was at the black firm, but when she we started she was at a big law firm that is very difficult as a black woman to get to those big law firms, they, black lawyers in those law firms are like 8% total uh, I'm, yeah like 8% total industry-wide, so you, let me, you, you know, and when you're, you just, you have to be singularly focused, so, you know, lawyers, a lot of lawyers tend to be assholes, because, you know, they don't have the social skills, you know, they were just always raised for the academic success, and, you know, always striving to get ahead, and always striving to be, and anything that's outside of that, they don't give a fuck, and that's what Molly gives me, and I don't even think Molly is really that bad, I think Molly is not always wrong, the way she reacts, or the way she communicates is the issue, I don't think that she is always wrong though, she wasn't wrong about Andrew's brother, where she was wrong was she didn't, you know, when he wanted to 
meet with them again, I think, okay, because maybe he wants to apologize, maybe he wants to say, you know what, you absolutely right, like, you got to give him a chance, now, if you go there a second time, and he's still on the bullshit, then you can be like, look, fuck your brother, I'm not doing the thing with your brother, okay, fine, but, you know, I think she, you know, she's just very scorched earth, you're either with her, or you're against her, and then, and then, and she don't see no other way, and all she cares about is being right, Molly is one of them people, and there's a lot of people like this, if they're right, did nothing else matter, and that's what the therapist was telling her, the therapist was like, you need to decide if you want to be right, if you want to have friends, because you could be right about something, but that's different, you know, the way you navigate that is different, and, like, you know, everything ain't, ain't worth being right about, shorty, you know what I'm saying, like, some things just let it go, okay, I, you know, I'm, I was actually right on that point, but the, in the bigger picture, you know, it was kind of fucked up, like, the thing she did with Issa, I don't think that, I think Molly's concerns about what Issa, you know, prior to that, Issa's life was kind of like in shambles, right, and nothing was working together, so I don't think her pause about it was, was wrong, like, she might have been like, look, you know, I, I don't mind helping you, but like, I, you know, if this is just gonna be some more shit, I don't really want to be involved, that's, that was her point, I don't like the way she expressed it, and the whole thing about me and Andrew, like, shorty, it really ain't got nothing to do with you and Andrew, Andrew ain't in this equation, alright, me and you are friends, you only know that dude from my dude, right, you know, why you phrasing it like you worried about this fucking relationship, that ain't got nothing to do with it, number one, she could've just asked Issa some more questions, the assumption that Issa had fucked it up, people talk about, like, that's the end of the world, but I don't think at that time, that was out of a reach on an assumption, like, you know, well, what happened, like, because it ain't like Issa was, like, didn't told her what happened, Issa was just, like, well, you know, hitting her with the favor and shit, I personally, you know, would have asked Andrew for the favor, I would explain to him the situation, like, look, I'm asking you because, you know, this is my friend, and blah, 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 if you don't feel comfortable, cool, you know, for whatever reason, but I wouldn't, I would have asked, okay, um, you know, the things she's doing, all, I just, in other words, I don't think Molly is a terrible person, I think Molly has, you know, needs to, needs to go to therapy for real, and stop showing up so she don't get fined, because clearly she has, clearly she has issues, and she just lacks the self-awareness to understand that Molly, a lot of times, you the problem, like, you could have reacted to that better, sis, so you didn't really have to say that, sis, or like, you not really picking up that Andrew is like, I, I had the ropes in with you, like, you know, this thing with his brother is kind of important, the shit you said about Issa was totally fucked up, like, it was no reason to say that, like, well, oh, look, see, I'm trying with her, like, what is, what are you doing, that's your friend, y'all been friends forever, why are you trying to shine on her for this dude, who already not feeling you anyway, like, what was the point to sit in that, that was just, that was just a nasty thing to say, Pierre, because Issa really, you know, Issa's passive-aggressive, and Issa has issues with her too, but, the, but she, she kept trying to, she kept sending out the, uh, the rope, shorty, and you just wouldn't grab it, you know what I'm saying, oh, you want, you know, you want to throw her out further, like, yo, she's trying to, she's passive-aggressive, but she's still trying to make up, and you just being an asshole about it, right, she, she giving you all these gestures, and as a friend, you should jump back, like, okay, you know, let me go, let me go talk to her, and, and, and figure this out, and so I was glad that it ended with them too, right, with the thing with Tiffany, when they figured out, you know, they, they just figured out their friendship was something ready to say, and I don't really, I mean, the whole thing Molly said with the we not in the same space, she ain't mean that shit, she just was trying to get Issa the bag, and Issa, to her credit, was like, I'll oh, fucking go, you know what I mean, and, and walked off, like, okay, cool, right, so, um, 
but I was glad that they got back together because that to me what the show was when Insecure first started that's what I wanted that episode where they went to Coachella and it was all them that was like one of my favorite episodes because it was about they group it wasn't about all these random ass dudes right and then Lawrence had to show back up and I was like ugh and actually that's the season I stopped watching the season after they brought Lawrence back. That's when I stopped watching regularly and just started watching through the TL because I was like, all right, I, you know, I'm not really, I don't care about Lawrence as a major character. But good series finale, see, season, I keep saying series, season finale, it was renewed for another year. Um, and so hopefully, and who knows when it's going to come back with COVID and, you know, Issa making movies, everybody making movies. Um, Yvonne Orgy had a comedy special on HBO called Mama, I Made It. Um, I watched it. I personally, how how do I say this? You ever watch something and you get the jokes? Like you get, okay, perfect example. When I watch Dave Chappelle, I get the jokes and I get why the jokes are funny. I just don't laugh because it's not funny to me. That's how you want orgy special. I get it. I got the jokes. I got why they were funny. It just wasn't funny to me. And she kept saying, I ain't trying to be super woke, but it, 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 it gets just, it, I don't know, rubbed me a little bit the wrong way. She kept saying, because she's Nigerian, she's from Nigeria, she grew up in the DMV, right? She kept saying Nigerians and black people, and the black, talking about us, black, African Americans, and she just kept saying that, black people, but Nigerians, and I'm like, Nigerians are black, like, what are you talking about? Like, it just was very, um, it just got, it rubbed me the wrong way, because it was just giving me that, you know, Y'all know how the Africans be with us sometimes, like, you know, and it's just like, yo, yo, slow your roll, because y'all, none of y'all would even be over here if not for us, so, and I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that's how she meant it, but that's how it was coming off, and it just, it just great, every time she did it, it just grated on me, so it just made it extra hard for me to just laugh, because I was like, ah, because she was like, Nigerians, you know, we have, if you only have three degrees, your parents, you know, if you get one degree, your parents is like, eh, you know, okay, so what are you going to do with your life, he was like, black people, you know, they, and I was like, huh, you could say African Americans, you could say Americans, that would even be better than just blacks, like, okay, so what are you, but whatever, I ain't trying to be Tumblr woke over here, I'm just saying for me, but, you know, it was a good show, um, you know, the audience laughed, there was a lot of Nigerian jokes, where if you're not familiar with Nigerians, you probably won't get it, um, you know, I just didn't laugh, not that, it, not that it wasn't funny, I just didn't laugh, you know, it didn't, it didn't make me laugh out loud, like, I'm trying to think of what, um, something that made me laugh, black as, black as fuck, which is not a comedy special, but I'm just saying, black as fuck made me laugh out loud, I was chuckling down up in here, her special wasn't that for me, but, you know, I watched it, and, you know, you might like it, you, depend, you might like it, you might think it's funny, I'm not saying it wasn't funny, I got the jokes, it just didn't, you know, I was like, eh, yeah, okay, and she went to Nigeria and showed her parents, and I was like, okay, you know, whatever, um, yeah, so, shit, sorry, y'all, I ain't been crossing off my talking points, so I'm kinda, let's see where we at here, uh, what did I just do, okay, um, so, cancer season, well, sorry, summer solstice is today, the summer solstice, I know we still got some time before we hit cancer season, a couple days, I think, or another about week, I think, before we hit cancer season, but whatever, summer solstice, cancer season to me, so, you know, everybody got everything to say all year long, we this, we that, whatever, it's our time to shine, and um, corona not gonna stop it, we about to be in our bags, so, you know, whatever. Um, the fireworks, <sighs> listen, I am not a person 
who minds fireworks. I actually find people who get annoyed with fireworks on the two days of the year, be it July 4th, New Year's, whatever, you know, very just, you don't, like, you know, relax. It's not that serious. You know, I'm a vet. Fire, you know, people, oh, I got PTSD, or I don't know if they're, you know, Nope, they don't sound like gunshots at all. Um, very few vets confuse gunshots. Like, I know there's probably some PT, some vet somewhere with severe PTSD who might be by by fireworks, but most of us are not. That We hear fireworks all the time in the military. We're not diving on the floor. It's really not. You're doing, you're being dramatic. You're doing a whole lot. Fireworks are not that bad. I, I want to say that. I am not a person. I understand some people's uh, pets are afraid by fireworks. I get it. I understand that's terrible, but again, it's one day. You know, it's, 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 just got to roll with the punches. Um, I used to be definitely afraid of thunderstorms when I was a little kid. So I get it. Some people, the noise, it just, you know, for me, it wasn't even the noise of the thunder. It was that, it was the randomness of it, right? Like, like, like you, you know, boom, like you'd hear the boom and you get scared and then you like, so I hate that scene in Poltergeist where he's trying to count down because he's trying to time the booms. Like, if you know when it's going to come, then you don't get so scared. It's just out of the blue. So anyway, I think people are being dramatic with fireworks. However, since about, I want to say, the beginning of June, maybe even Memorial Day here in New York City, and from what I understand in other cities too, there has been fireworks every day. Fireworks. We're not talking about firecrackers because some people say, oh, I thought y'all were talking about, no, we talking about 4th of July, uh, New Year's Eve up in the sky, firework displays, every, and their accompanying noise every day, they start and they seem like they're starting earlier and earlier yesterday they started around 2 and they just go non-stop till like two. last night, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was 3, 4 in the morning and I was still hearing fireworks going off, I don't know what is going on I don't know where y'all are getting these fireworks from. I don't know what I, somebody said. Somebody online said that there's some kind of uh, challenge nationwide for these fireworks displays, and people are trying to, you know, outdo each other and have the biggest ones and the loudest. I don't know. I, I, maybe that's probably true because just from Twitter, it's not just here. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Every, people are like, "What the fuck with the fireworks?" So maybe it's true. Maybe they're doing some kind of TikTok challenge. I don't know. But I know where I am located in Harlem. I am on Harlem River. So directly across from me is the Bronx to the to the uh, east. And then to the west is all of Harlem. And so Harlem is setting them off and the Bronx is setting them off. So I am smack dab in the middle. I getting them, I'm getting them from the Bronx and I'm getting them from Harlem all night long. And I just you know, listen, I've been in a war zone, I've slept through real bombings and all of that, and I've sl- I sleep through them, like last night, I just, you know, I, I slept through them, I've slept through it before, it's annoying, but I do sleep through them, but I'm just like, why, why are y'all doing this, and why so late, what the fuck are you doing, and I know people ain't got, you know, jobs or whatever, but like, it's annoying, I read an article in the New York Times where they said there's been noise complaints for these fireworks from like May, up like 80% from last year, and it's so, it's, it's all over the city, it's in Brooklyn, uh, it's downtown, I don't understand where, what's going on, and when is it gonna stop, it is literally every day every night, and every day um, they'll probably start soon here, it's noon they'll probably start soon here it's, it's, it's a lot please, um so, uh, what do I wanna do next, so there was another police shooting in Atlanta, guy was shot in the back in the Wendy's, um we'll see what happens with that, I didn't watch the video, um, I've heard all about the video, um, 
I just want to say, you know, it just shows you how out of control the problem is when you're having nationwide protests um, daily and marches that are not dying down, by the way, for police brutality and police deaths, and you still have police doing shit like this, like shooting men that are running away, that are no harm to them or anybody in the back. Like, that's how egregious and just out of control this shit is. Okay, which leads me to my next point. Um... So, I told y'all last week that I had to read up on the difference between reform and, or, I knew what reform meant. I had to read up on what defund the police was, and I was correct. It is about, um, defund the police means reallocating resources. So, in other words, the New York City police budget, which I said last week was a billion, it's actually six billion. I told y'all it was some crazy number. Um, and that, you know, it's to take money, and, and that money, you know, it's one pot, so... It's a zero-sum game. So if you're giving $6 billion to the to the NYPD, there's other departments that are getting nothing. So schools, recreation, parks, you know, whatever, I, all these other things. So people are saying, yo, take that money away from the police departments and put it in these other things, which, you know, prevent crime in the first place, and you won't need all this money. So it's a basically calling for reallocation. The issue is, and the problem is, it's not very popular. And, you know, you wokes on Twitter and everywhere, y'all want to argue everybody down. This is where, you know, this is where not knowing how to how to politic and connect with voters um, comes in because the reality is you you know if you want somebody to to be for your cause or to push what you're proposing or to be behind what you're proposing they have to understand what it is and um, you know there's lots of famous uh, revolutionaries and 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 move you know people older people that were in the movement, you know, who have said some version of, like, if it's not accessible, then it's not useful. And people have for years been, all the way back to, you know, Martin Luther King, Obama, talking about, you know, having to make things um, palatable, palatable to people so that they can understand. Now, I know that there's push and pull back about, you know, people don't want to do the education and information is out there and that's all well and good that's all very true however if you want again if you are running for an office or you're pushing a policy that requires people to get behind and and vote for then you need to make it simple for them you don't need to force feed them but you need to make it simple and and understandable and something that they can digest because people are busy people are work people are not sitting on tumblr and 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 going through twitter all day people you know have to work and feed their kids and take their kids to daycare and all kind of stuff and they ain't got time, they're not, everybody is not academic everybody is not in a PhD program, okay everybody is not, you know doesn't get, their whole career is about getting retweets and likes, you know there's people who are busy, alright not everybody's on the same reading level, not everybody has the same educational level, not everybody's going to college in fact, most people have not gone to college in this country, and even more most people have not, don't have advanced degrees, people with advanced degrees in this country are very small portion of the population, we are on the extreme right sliver of the bell curve, the majority of America, the middle of the bubble are high school graduates, maybe they got some college, college dropouts no college at all, that's that's you know, maybe shit, GD holders, that, you know you, not, not the, these you know, highly educated gonna be digging around and reading all this academic language and shit that y'all be trying to hit people with, and you know, and, and and that's how you don't get what you want, and then when you don't get what you want, then it's everybody else's fault, because the reality is this, like I told y'all last week, I had to look up defund police, because when I heard defund police, I thought 
abolish police, get rid of police. Why did I think that? Because there's been a defund Planned Parenthood um, initiative pushed by the GOP and extreme religious right for all of my lifetime, and they're not talking about reallocating resources away from Planned They're talking about getting rid of Planned Parenthood, taking the funding away from Planned Parenthood so they do not exist and people cannot get abortions. And that is when people hear defund, that is what they connect it with because that's the that's the meaning of that word in modern day political discourse. So if you're going around saying defund the police and you're not explaining that what you really mean is reallocation or taking, you know, putting money into things that we have proven uh, results that have been studied and verified and known to be true to actually reduce crime, then, um, you know, you're not, you're not resonating with people and it's not their fault. And if you want to just dig your heels in and say, well, the information is out there, they should look it up. That's fine. But people are not going to look it up because they're just not, you're saying defund the police. Oh, you know, cause I thought too, I was like, ain't, ain't nobody, def- you motherfuckers listen. And I have a lot of friends that feel this way, and I don't mean to be condescending, but, you know, well, sometimes I do, but I don't mean to be condescending all the time. It's just sometimes I am just incredibly shocked and taken aback by the naivete of some people. Like, people talk about they can police themselves. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, we're not talking about writing tickets and all, like, this community shit that y'all are talking about, that yes, you can take funds and social work and all these other things, yes, that's social work though, nigga, it's serial killers out here, it's drug syndicates out here, it's, it's human traffickers out here, it's who knows what would be out here with less police out here, drug the, uh, the world is crazy, people are crazy so when y'all talk about that, I just be like, what the fuck are you talking about like yes, we, we don't need police with, you know, Humvees and Tesla and all this fucking stupid post 9-11 money that they get, that's ridiculous, somebody on Twitter yesterday, um, tweeted a, a, a video of some small town police department, who knows where they were like, this is a town of 9,000 people they've had one murder in the past, uh, five years the last murder was in 2015 and they were, and they, and they were rolling out some, like, military grade assault vehicle, they were like, this is a town of 9,000 people, and this is the type of shit they buy, meanwhile, schools can't, don't have any funding, kids don't have any lunch, you know, kids are being harassed, because they can't pay their lunch bill, um, because I don't even know why lunch is not a part of the school budget, because kids are required to be in school, you're required to feed them, so why did they have to pay for it, but here they go rolling out this tank, so, you know, yes, of course, and, and, and I don't even know if defund, defund, I think, personally, I think is, is the way to go, I think it will work in a lot of places, not all, I don't know how well it's gonna work in really large cities, because even that 6 billion NYPD police budget, if you look at it, it's not just all going to police, it's a lot tied up with it, it's a lot connected with it, so it's not, you know, again, everything is not black and white, there's all different shades of gray, which, you know, people don't tend to do well with, but I think it's smaller, in a lot of places, like I told you, Camden, New Jersey, which is a small city, right outside of Philadelphia, it's actually considered somewhat of a, not somewhat, south, you know, all, southern Jersey is broken up into two halves, south of Trenton and north of Trenton, south of Trenton is genuinely considered suburbs of Philadelphia, north of Trenton is usually considered suburbs of New York, so, you know, you got people living in Toms River and Camden and what else is over there, Morristown, uh, Cherry Hill, you know, where the mall is, all that area of South Jersey, those are considered, you know, suburbs of Philadelphia, so, you know, it worked in Camden, um, it can probably work in other places like Camden, I'm sure it could probably work in, again, in the Midwest, where you have all these little small towns, you know, you know, wherever Pete was a mayor of, you know, stuff like that, I don't know how, how, 
how, I mean, I'm sure in some way you probably have to tweak it for cities like Chicago, New York, LA, you know, Houston, the bigger cities, you know, you probably have to tweak it a bit, you know, some default, I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can go to a community policing social work model in cities like that, but I'm sure you could do better than what you're doing now where these motherfuckers just got doing way too much, got all kind of war, uh, stuff that is just not, like, y'all don't need, why do y'all look like y'all rolling in the Baghdad, this is America, y'all not even trained on that shit, like, I was telling somebody the other day, like, I watched these clips of these fucking cops running around, falling down, they can't even chase nobody, cause you don't even, you're not even trained in that, stu- you got on this stupid ass, com- we don't even wear all that combat shit over in, in, overseas in, in, in Iraq and Afghanistan, yeah, you're issued all that shit, but you don't wear it, when I used to, we, we got vests, we got all kinds, when I used to go out, when we used to go out, I used to wear a flak jacket, not a vest, because a vest is heavy and hot and sweaty, and you might have to move, I used to wear a flak jacket, we're issued M4s, I carry, you, and, we're, sorry, we're issued M16s and M4s and 9mm, I never went out with no M16, I went out, and I bear ever, depending on where we were going, if we were going somewhere where it might be some trouble, I'd take an M4, but if we were just going, like, to talk to some people that we knew, or, you know, going, just going from where we were over to the embassy, where you gotta go through the city a little bit, I would just have my nine, you, I had my nine everywhere, everywhere I went, you know, I had, I always had my nine millimeter on it, and I had like a, a knife, uh, that I would carry, and I had a flak jacket, I didn't carry all that shit, some people didn't even carry the, the nine, some people would just carry the M4, some people wouldn't wear the flak, it just, well, everybody wore the flak jacket, but it really just depended, like, we don't wear all that shit, because when you're out and you're really there, you understand, like, first of all, this shit is hot, it's heavy, you can't move all the time in this shit, right, that's why I don't wear bulletproof vests, because a bulletproof vest is very heavy, it affects how I shoot, it affects how I move, it slows me down, it's very hot, I didn't like it, I, and it doesn't stop bullets, right, if somebody shoots you in your chest with a bullet, it's for shrapnel and shit, right, it doesn't necessarily, it's the plates in it that stop the bullet, right, it's the same place that's in a flak jacket, so I, you know, I'm like, well look, I got the plate, so if it's gonna go through this plate, it's gonna go through it, and a bulletproof, same as a flak jacket, I might as well be loose, you see these clowns and these cops, they not trained on that shit, we train all day, every day on that, that's why they look stupid, running around with helmets, and all, cause y'all fucking dumb, and y'all don't even know how to wear the shit proper, and you don't know, you don't need all of that, and y'all can't even run in that shit cause it's heavy, duh, like we don't wear all that shit when you get in country, you don't wear all that shit it's a minimum that you have to wear like you know, depending on what you're doing, you might have to wear a helmet, I never wore no helmet though, ever, cause for what you know, so you don't need all that money okay, you don't need all those funds, so yeah it can work, but you know I just think that that's terrible branding and I don't, and and honestly most of the public is not behind it, like I said last week, I'm a practical girl, I think defund is the way to go, but I don't think that's going to win out right now now after, you know Joe Biden wins and we, and we, and we you know, restore order, what people may be open up, open to listen to or to research is different, but right now everybody is in fucking all man on deck emergency uh mode, you know, and ain't got time for no bullshit, you know, ain't got time to be researching all that, like, we, we had, we had, you know, stage red, so, um, you know, but that's why, that's why y'all don't get what you want, that's why you don't get the nominee that you want, because y'all dig, y'all don't understand the difference between campaigning and governing, okay, when you're, and anytime somebody does something, oh, they're a sellout, or oh, they're pandering, it's like, yo, you have to get people, you, a politician, represents the people, 
okay, if the majority of the people are not for what you're talking about over there, then guess what, you need to start talking about what the people are talking about, or you need to be able to present what you're talking about in a way that the people can understand and get on board with, and if you're not gonna do that, then you're just gonna keep taking L's, and, you know, that's the difference between, you know, popping off at the mouth, and being a good politician, and Joe Biden is a good politician, who knows, you know, Joe Biden might very well be for de-escalation, but he knows right now, that ain't the shit to say, and he ain't trying to blow no 23-point lead, in the, you know what I'm saying, in the fourth quarter, he's really not, so, you know, that's all I want to say on that, it's, I, I, you know, if you, if you, if you want people to get on board, then you need to make it plain, you need to say what you're talking about, they told Obama the same thing, you're way too professorial, make it plain, what we're actually talking about is reallocating resources, the budgets are this, you know, the police get six billion, but the schools here, where all your children go, are only getting this amount, and they don't have the lunches, and they don't have the books, and they still reading books from 1995, or whatever the case, right, like, everything can be a hashtag, it just can't, sometimes you have to explain things to people if you want them to get on board and if y'all not willing to do that, that's why you know, I don't I don't know how far you're gonna get, so far I'm not far um, so also want to mention real quickly, um, so there's been reports here in New York City about finding nooses in the park um, here in Harlem, in the Bronx listen we know it's a lot of racial shit going on right now, we know the country is on fire, we know, you know, you know, protest is in the air, and, and people are, like, really, you know, these kids are really pressing the gas on this, and, you know, I'm proud of them for it, but I got some questions about protests, I mean, sorry, about who is hanging nooses in Harlem and the Bronx, because I smell, I'm, listen, it could very well be legit, I could very, I will concede that I could be wrong about this, but I smell a Juicy Smollett situation here, because you're gonna have to tell me, like, who is hanging nooses? Like, I just told you, these motherfuckers are up to the crack of dawn till daylight, popping firecrackers every night, all over, sorry, fireworks every night, all over the fucking city. So, who is sneaking in? What white, assuming, white people, clan, you know, whatever you're saying is doing this, to hang nooses? Like, I, I got questions in the Bronx, and ain't nobody seen them, like, you know, Harlem is, you know, it is some white people in Harlem, so maybe you could tip around, maybe, I don't know if you could tip around with nooses, and get all the way in the park, and hang them without nobody seeing you, but perhaps, this is still New York City, the city never sleeps, people are still out at all hours of the night, I don't know how you're doing that, but let's just say, maybe in Harlem you could, in the most populated parks, I don't really know, but perhaps, but the Bronx, yeah, I really have questions about that, like, you gonna have to explain to me the white people, the white racists, you know, MAGAs or whoever. We know how they look. That's that's tipping through the through the Bronx and and Washington Heights and where the fuck ever. With them motherfuckers be out all night, every night, regardless. Corona, no Corona. Them motherfuckers be out all out fucking hours. You gonna have to show me who was sneaking up there, hanging these nooses, and don't nobody see. It. I smell a juicy small ass situation with that, but you know we gonna see. Um, yeah. So get to the uh, crux of this here conversation which is Juneteenth was yesterday um, Juneteenth if you don't know is a holiday or uh, sorry it's not a holiday well it's a so let me preface this okay cause I got a lot of things to say about Juneteenth the main thing I want to say is there's a lot of people black people uh, acting like you know 
Juneteenth is like this big thing and how dare you don't know about it and you know just trying to really drag people let me tell you something I'm black I'm from Philadelphia I done told y'all I was raised by a, a, a crazy black Muslim you know I, I, I learned you know I'm educated I learned a lot of history I did not know about Juneteenth at all some people didn't learn about it before college it is a very regional specific event it it, it commemorates when the slaves and te- so the emancipation proclamation was read but you know back then we didn't have an internet or telephones and none of that and so the, the slaves in texas didn't get the news on time they they the white people down there who knew that they were free didn't tell them and let them continue to work as slaves for two I think two and a half more years or something like that like a long ass time and so the, the word finally got to them and they call, and the day that it got to them is called Juneteenth that is very regional history I know it is it is known in like Texas Texas for sure um, by black people Louisiana maybe Oklahoma up on the east coast, my family, my daddy's family's from South Carolina, along the east coast, we did not, I had not heard of no Juneteenth, the only reason I knew before college is because we had, um, our 8th grade English teacher, Mr. Traumatina, was very, you know, he's a white man, but he's very forward, you know, liberal type, you know, 60s guy, right, um, you know, and it was funny today because he came into class and we were reading, um, uh, Native Son, right, and, um, I forgot what we were talking about, something about, you know, something that happened in Native Son, and then he, you know, he got onto slavery, and he was like, you know, uh, he was, he was trying to say how, um, I don't really remember the point he was trying to make, but I remember that he said Juneteenth, and he said it, and he looked at all the black kids, like, 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 you know, like Juneteenth, and like, we were supposed to know what he was talking about, and we was all like, what the fuck's Juneteenth? And he was like, Juneteenth! Looking, just kept looking at us, and we was like, what the fuck is Juneteenth? We don't know what that shit is, right? He was resenting it like something that the white kids probably wouldn't know, but we would know. We was all like, what the fuck is that? So, and that was eighth grade, and he told us about it, and, and I remember my reaction was like, damn. Like, all I thought about was, goddamn, them niggas was slaves for two extra years? That's some bullshit. Like, that's, that was all our reaction. We didn't really react to, like, not having heard of it or not being taught it. We was like, what the fuck? some bullshit, right, like, imagine that, right, so that's the only reason I knew Juneteenth, but if it wasn't for that, if it wasn't for Mr. Traumatina, I wouldn't have learned that shit, like, most other people, till college, when you take, you know, your African American history, or whatever little black courses you're gonna take, that's when you really learn about it, so all these people, calm the fuck down, like, you're not a bad black, you're not even a bad white, I'm gonna get on y'all in a minute, but you're not even a bad white if you never heard of it, it's not, it's not well known, it's not widely celebrated, like, we, you know, with this, all this going on now, we're doing all this performative, and white people trying to do whatever they can to, like, you know, seem like they, down. oh, Juneteenth, Juneteenth, you know, so, I get it, whatever, but it's not widely celebrated, it's not widely known, you know, apparently there's all kind. Of, it's kind of like, it's, it's, think about it, it was like the black people's 4th of July, right, because the, um, the, the, the philosophy is, we weren't none of us were free until all of us were free so even though most of us got free in 1863 if you had slaves still in Texas that were still in slavery then we weren't all free so that's that's kind of the, the uh, crux behind it but it's very regional like since you know c- past couple days I've been seeing stuff on the timeline and I've been doing you know stuff been popping up um, Google has their little Google Google and you know I saw like so in Oklahoma and different areas they always you know it's a custom they have the parades and there's certain food you eat it's a brisket from what I understand 
and I didn't know any of that, so my point is, you know, don't let niggas try to drag you, because you ain't all up on Juneteenth, because that's a relatively new thing, and I mean, some people didn't learn about it, to, some of us did not learn about it really till like 10-15 years ago, and they, they done went to HBCUs, and blackity black, it just was not well known what it was, you know, so, that's the first thing I want to say, but the second thing I want to say is, you know, like I just said previously, you know, ally fatigue, and you know, all these companies, and everybody's sending, oh, poor black people, first I want to say, you know, this is starting to take a turn that I don't really appreciate, because it's like this notion of, oh, you know, we're so sorry you're black, and we're so, I mean, that's not what they're saying, but it's like, I don't know the vibe I'm getting, we're so sorry you have to go through this, we're sorry you have to suffer through blackness and structural, and I just want you to know, white people out there listening within the sound of my voice, and if you listen to this podcast regularly, you already know, we are not at all bothered by being black, we love being black We black people are the shit, and we know we the shit, and we know that y'all know we the shit too so we are not, we don't feel you know, most of us you know, there's always, you know, listen you, there, there's never a shortage of, of people who, who will talk down on black people there's never a shortage of people who are like I said last week, white man, Mr. White Man please love me, please accept me we know those people are out there, but for the most part we are very proud people we know what we have done, we know what we've been through, we know we survived, we know nobody else has could have survived what we survived, we, we, we know that we gave this country all the culture and this world, all the culture and everybody is trying to be like us, so we, we know this, so, you know, I don't, please miss me with that shit, very proud to be black, okay, we've always been proud to be black, that has never been that we are ashamed to be black, what we are ashamed of is y'all, what we are ashamed of is how y'all act, you know, what we would like to change is for how y'all act, and for how y'all can comport yourself, and how, how y'all feel about yourself, we, we don't, we don't have any issues with, with, with us, and it, and it reminds me, um, I was watching Melissa Harris Perry before they took her off stage, uh, off the, well, before she quit, and this was, um, I don't remember how, oh, it was, I don't remember how long ago it was now, or what it was about, but I remember she was talking to, she's talking about, um, Obama's election and she was saying how because Melissa Harris Perry, and I've said this before she accurately predicted that Trump would win because she said white white women would support him because she said white women always historically, she was absolutely right, the 53%, she was like historically white women vote along with white men and when and when Trump won Melissa Harris Perry was like yeah I don't know why everybody showed, because everybody was like oh my god women voted for him and Melissa Harris Perry was like I don't know why everybody was so shocked because they've always done that, and anyway she was on this panel and she was saying there was a white man and he was saying how you know he noticed since Obama's won that, you know, black people, they had more pride, and they walked with their head up, and they looked me in my eyes, and like, and it was all, you know, what he was saying, Melissa Harris Perry, very, very deftly, and very, just, perfectly, said, stopped him, and she was like, yo, let, let me stop you right there, she was like, because I think this is a perfect example of what we mean when we say white people see things from their perspective, and they don't have an idea that there may be another perspective, and she was like, it is not that we have more pride, we have always been proud, that's why we elected Obama in the first place, she was like, we're not walking with our head up and looking you up because we are ashamed of ourselves, or we feel better about ourselves, she was like, we're doing that because we feel better about you, 
because we never believed that you would actually vote for a black president. We never believed that you would actually come out of your out of your racism and actually vote for him. And so when we look in you in your eyes, we're acknowledging you like, oh, okay, we're surprised by you. It has nothing to do with us being ashamed. We don't have a problem. We looking you in your eyes like she just she just broke it down perfectly. She basically she was like, yo, don't get it fucked up, white man. Like we we are not we're not subservient or docile or, or feeling sub- inferior to you in any way, like, don't, in th- you know, d- don't interpret it like that, we, we, we're looking at you now because we're like, oh, alright, maybe these motherfuckers ain't the worst fucking things in the world, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and so, very much that energy, okay, and, so I'll, I'll use that to spring into this point where, you know, this ally fatigue, and I thought, apparently ally fatigue has gotten to mean white people people are like oh but it's been two weeks and white people are already you know tired of you know having to express solidarity I didn't think that's what ally fatigue is when I mean that when I said it and when it started I thought it was us talking about all these performative you know acts of white people and all these like white guilt that white people are are assailing us with oh my god please oh what is Juneteenth please educate please tell me oh my god we didn't like like popping up in 2020 like y'all never heard of racism like y'all never heard of structural racism like I said last week listen the pro- a huge part of the problem and why I personally and I know a lot of people get so frustrated with white people and don't want to deal with you at all and don't want to engage you at all and you guys take that as our rebuke well I'm trying and you're no you're not really trying you're not at all you're you're being lazy and you're doing what you always do which is why the systems never change because you you guys and and this is like what I say, and a lot of people, Morgan Freeman said this, and he took heat, he took heat from black people particularly, but this is what people mean when they say, we don't really agree with a black history month, and people, you know, because black history is American history, right? Sorry. I got the air off so y'all can hear me, so it is very hot in here, so, you know, I'm in here sweating and choking for y'all, so give me a minute. And Morgan Freeman said that, and a lot of people got upset. Oh, you know, y'all trying to integrate us in our history, and it's not that. That's not really what he's saying. He's saying that American history is black history, and black history is American history. And part of the problem is white people. One of the ways the structural racism stays in place, and that you guys can stay in your little ignorant bubbles and pretend like you don't know what's going on, and pretend like you don't know how the system that you set up works is to pretend like our history, like racism and oppression and all the things we're talking about is separate somehow from you. That it's not you, it's not your history, it's our history. You know, like I said last week when, when, um, people were, when, uh, what is it, Hollywood on Netflix was coming up and I saw all these tweets from white people you know, oh my god, did you know that Hattie McDaniel wasn't able to accept her out and it's like, yes, that is common fucking knowledge for every black person who has ever watched a movie, who has ever heard of Gone with the Wind, that is a common piece of knowledge that is connected to that movie, and why don't you know it? Why don't you know it? Because you feel like, oh, it's a black person, it's not on me. As if as if we're being oppressed by some outside force. We're not. It's you. Juneteenth, those slaves worked two extra years. Why? Who didn't tell them about it? Who didn't let them know they were free? It was you. It's your history, too. You are they. And that's why we get frustrated with y'all, with them always wanting to educate us like sis. Who, you're, 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 you're the ones doing this. We don't have, why do we have to educate you about what you're doing? You kept, your people kept 
black people in bondage for two more years because you could. You knew Lincoln read that man- Emancipation 1863. You knew that they were, but you didn't let them know. Well, the word ain't get down here yet, so we'll just keep working. Like, it's your history, too. And this is why we get annoyed as fuck with this educate Bitch, you got Google, excuse me, you got Google just like everybody else. You have the access to the information just like us. And we in class with y'all. Like, stop playing us like we dumb. We're in college class. You guys get the same information, but you don't want to accept it. You want to raise your hand. You want to play devil's advocate. You want to make all these crazy-ass comparisons. You want to talk about reverse racism and white, black supremacy and all the stupid shit because you want to you want to believe the myths and the stories that you tell yourselves that you built this country and, and you know, your immigrants came and immigrants built and all that American Fievel bullshit that y'all tell yourselves, and you don't want to accept the history, and so we, that's why we don't want to bother with you, we don't want to argue with you, because it's like, what are you talking about, who do you think was blowing us down the streets with the fire hoses, who do you think was shooting at us, who do you think was hanging us, like, it's a, it's your history too, so, we don't want to explain, it's like, it's like if the Jew, it's like if after World War II, you know, Germany would be like, well, Jewish people, oh my god, we don't, so please, listen, explain to us what happened, cause you know, I guess you, you, you know, you're owed something we know you're owed some money, we don't know you guys went through a whole lot, we don't really know what all that was about, you know but could you please just tell, so explain to us what happened, so they were, so they, so they put you on trains, and then, and so you were in the camps, and then they were killed, oh my god I don't know anything about this what, what, what sources can I read can you please tell, it? like what the fuck are you talking about you, it's what you did it, and that's why that's why Germany was able to move on from World War Two, and we were over here in 1950s and 60s still fighting for civil rights for the soldiers that had just went over there. Black soldiers just went over there and fought for the same thing that y'all precious grandfathers who just so upset about us kneeling at the flag fought for, 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 and came back and couldn't and couldn't and couldn't earn the fruits of the labor that they fought for because Germany dealt with that shit Germany took responsibility Germany said yo we fucked up, these motherfucking Nazis came through and committed a genocide and it was a horrible thing and it is a stain on the world and it was we we can, you know, we are going to make, we're going to take all those symbols down, we are going to make that shit illegal we are going to change and fix our government so that shit can never happen again because we did an awful, awful, awful thing and we have to compensate these people and we have to leave these camps up because we can never forget because we never want to do this shit again if we ever see fascism or that type of shit rising again, we're gonna have all this shit around, so we can say no, and that's what Germany did and they dealt with their past, and they reconciled their past, and that's why now they're not running around having to snatch down confederate statues, and having to blow swastikas up off of stuff, and not, you know, because they they dealt with it and they reconciled with it, and they made amends for it, and we have not done that here okay, and that's why you still got confederate statues up, and all this and all this bullshit, and like I said last week, and I still say, you can rip that shit down all you want to, that's not really doing great, okay the statue's not there anymore, we get it, why we but, but until, you know we're, we're changing the laws you know, to where maybe, hey, let's make it illegal to put them fucking statues up, they're fucking traitors, let's make the confederate that's every fucking southern state that got that confederate stripes and stars and bars as they call it, on their flag take that shit the fuck off, figure something out Else. figure something else to fuck out take that shit off, that shit is uh, representative of resurrection against the United States of America, it is illegal it is considered sedition, it is considered traitorous, and, and, and get that shit out of there, until we do that 
we're not really doing anything. We're doing a lot of like bullshit that don't mean nothing. So white people, you know, you need to, it's your history too. Stop asking black people to explain the whole last 400 years because we didn't do this shit to ourselves, okay? We didn't write the, we didn't make the zoning laws to where black people couldn't live in certain areas. We didn't get back over here and, 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 you know, uh, um, lynch soldiers because we didn't like to wear the uniforms, we didn't get back over here and force segregation, we didn't get back over here and write you know, all these laws where you know, whites and blacks had to be separate well, we didn't do that, y'all did that so it is, your Bull Connor was a white man, okay George, uh, what's the governor of, uh, was it Mississippi damn, what's his name whatever, y'all know who I'm talking about um, he was a white man, okay J. Edgar Hoover was a white man, so it, we can't we can't move forward and we can't move past this shit because you want to pretend like you you have nothing to do with it. Y'all want to hit us with that? Oh, well, that was a hundred years ago. Actually, it wasn't a hundred years ago. My father, he, God rest his soul, um, as a seven year old was born. My father was from South Carolina. The reason he came to Philadelphia is because when he was seven years old, and I've told the story before, I ain't gonna go into it now. But long story short, he he did something that made a Klansman in South Carolina where he was from mad, and he put out an order to go lynch him and said they had to put my father in a car in the middle of the night and bring him to Philadelphia, seven year old boy that was in 1950 okay, so it's not that long ago, okay, my parents people my parents age remember school segregation okay, Brown, Brown versus Board of Education 1955, my mother was born in 1950, so she would have been five Okay, that's just one um, generation removed from me. If you're a millennial or younger, that's your grandmother or whatever, you know, or well, whatever, you know. It's not, it's not, it's not that long ago. Okay, and the past colors the present, and the color and the present colors the past. So y'all like to say shit like, "Oh, that was three hundred years ago." Okay, but for four hundred years we were property. We weren't allowed to own anything. And then when we got free in eighteen sixty three, it was another hundred. I mean, shit, it was nineteen sixty five when people were still trying to get the right to vote. So like, y'all, you know, you got to learn your own history, if y'all want this shit to go away, if y'all, we're never gonna stop, I told you last, we're never gonna stop talking about it, we're never gonna stop pushing, but y'all come with this faint dough in the headlights, oh, I'm so innocent, we don't know, please tell us about your history, it's not just our history, it's history, it's your history too, you are the ones that did it, you are the ones that perpetrated, your grandfather is the one that had the clan hood in the closet, okay, not everybody, but I know some of y'all, cause I have friends who, who be like, yo, my grandfather's mad racist, he was a clansman, you know what I mean, and, and other stuff, my older brother, he's fucking skinhead, you know, he's, listen, it's y'all, y'all are the ones that sit around at, at Thanksgiving and all these holidays with your uncle and your pops or whoever, spouting that Trump shit, okay, and y'all sit there like it doesn't have anything to do with you, it does, so you know, we're, we're, we're tired of explaining we don't, we know, you know what, what do we need, oh well explain to us Juneteenth, what does that mean to you, what do you mean they were slaves longer than they had to be, cause your fucking people ain't tell them, like it's your history too y'all, we tired of y'all with this white guilt nobody's asking y'all to be guilty we don't want your apologies, we just want you to change your fucking behavior, we want you to change the system, we want you to, to understand the things that you are doing the, the effect that it has had, and how it has this country fucked up, and we want you to do it different we don't want your apologies, we don't want you glossing our feet, we don't want you sending us a thousand emails, we don't want you making uh, support groups for our, our black colleagues, no, y'all need to support group, the black colleagues are fine I'm tired on these calls, people asking me how you, you, you have anything, I don't have a fucking thing to say to y'all, what am I gonna say to you, what you want me to say fuck out of here, so 
you know, Juneteenth, it's, 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 you know, people are pushing it to make it a national holiday. Uh, sure, whatever, why not? We need more summer holidays anyway. I mean, my birthday is July 4th, which is 4th of July, which is the U.S.'s, um, you know, birth celebration. But other than that, summer is kind of short on holidays. So, you know, we got Memorial Day, which starts it off. We got Labor Day, which ends it. And in between that, we ain't got shit. So fuck it. Make it Juneteenth a holiday. Sure. Um, but, you know, we need y'all, you know, and so... I, I know it can be dismissive to say Google, but like, yo, like, Google it. Do the minimum research. Read it. D- figure out what it was. Click Wikipedia, whatever it is. Click them links. Read that. Sit with it. Think about it. Okay? Really digest it. And then if you have a question, then you could come at Because we don't mind answering questions. We understand, like, you might not know everything. Like, oh, yo. So you know, this happened in 1965, hey, did, did anybody in your family go through this, or like, do you know, was your family affected by Juneteenth, like, that's a question you can ask, and somebody will be like, well, yeah, by the way, you know, my great-great whoever, that's a question you can ask, but don't come to somebody like, well, what is Juneteenth, what does that mean, like, bitch, you can find basic information on the internet, just like everybody else, and think about what that might mean, think about what it might mean to be a slave, stolen bought here, forced to work, and one day you in the the field picking cotton like every other day, wondering when you gonna get free, when is this fucking horrible situation that is your life that you did not ask for, ever gonna end, and have some motherfucker come out and tell you, oh, by the way, you actually been free since 1863, and here you is on June, what, fucking 19th, 1865, finding this shit out for the first fucking time, imagine how that would make you feel, imagine how pissed fucking off you would be about that, and they'd be like, alright, so yeah, y'all, you know, and, and I don't know if you know, but a lot of what happened after, you know, after the emancipation is a lot of people, a lot of the, um, the reason why the sharecropping system and stuff came up is because a lot of the, the, um, the, the slave owners was like, well, we can't own y'all for slaves no more, y'all free to go, you know, or you can stay here, but we can't pay you, you know, because we ain't got no money like, that's really what it was for a lot of people, so imagine that, imagine your whole life, you don't know nothing but slavery, and now this motherfucker done gathered y'all around the front porch, talking about, was y'all free, y'all free to go, go where? Where where we gonna go? Everybody I know in my life is on this fucking plantation, or the next one over, where the fuck I'm gonna go at? What are you talking about, free? Oh, I can stay here, but you can't pay me, alright, well, I mean, we gotta work something, that's where sharecropping came from, like, alright, well, look, y'all still do what y'all doing, bring the crop in, and I'll share it with you, and I mean, that was a scam also, but that's how sharecropping came up, cause that's what, you know, they was like, well, we ain't got nothing, to do. we don't know how to do nothing else, so, just think about that, like you, like that's your, it's American history, it's not just black history, it's not just specific to us, and that's where y'all fuck up at, because y'all act like the things that y'all do are separate from what happens to us, y'all are the ones that are doing the oppression, y'all are the ones that have set the system up, y'all are the ones that now want to act like, oh well, poof, Martin Luther King marched, so we don't understand what you're still complaining about, because you ain't never reconciled, you have never reconciled for what you did to us for the past 400 years, how you gonna keep a motherfucker and change for 400 years keep them in oppression for another 100 years and then for the past 40 years be like oh well what's your problem you know my grandfather came here in 1888 yeah cause your grandfather came here in 1888 stepped off the boat stepped right over my grandfather who had probably had to take his bag and and show him everything but couldn't get a job because the sign in the window said no black people 
okay, and it might have said no Italians and no Irish too, but guess what, the Italian and the Irish came down, but it still said no black people all the way up to fuck today, okay, so, you know, y'all, y'all gotta, it's your history too, black history is American history, it is not a separate thing, it is not something that just affects us, and we're tired of you asking, we need you to fucking, you have to do the work, you white people, y- y'all have to do the work, y'all have to look into, look into what has occurred, and why things might be what they be, and, and how you do what you do, and, and figure that shit the fuck out, we're tired of explaining it to you, we're, and, and it, it's just a distraction, it's a way to keep us off, it's a way to, you know, keep us explaining, so you don't ever have to change anything, and we know that, and we're tired of it, and these young kids, especially tired, they out here flipping over cars and beating up police, they not explaining the fucking thing, so, that's all I gotta say on it, happy Juneteenth, um, I've been talking a long time here, so, um, gonna wrap it up, that's the end of, uh, episode 247, look, like me, rate me, thank y'all for listening, tell your friends, retweet me, I see y'all giving me props on the TL, I thank y'all for it, um, you know, I'm a little independent, little small, uh, you know, cult following, I appreciate all of y'all, um, yeah, um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry it's late, um, you know, but shit happens, um, you know, sometimes I don't feel like it, sometimes I'm tired I'm actually about to go on vacation for my birthday, so I'm trying to like at, during the week, I've been kind of busy, cause I'm trying you know, you want to set it up to when if you're gonna be gone for a couple weeks, you don't come back to like a nightmare, so I'm trying to, you know get on some top of some things, so this past week was a little was a little bit much, it was a little getting up early and ending late, and so I just didn't I was a little tired and didn't have anything prepared so I apologize to y'all for being late, I try not to do this, but you know, when you're in Corona everybody gotta adjust, but anyway Love y'all. Thanks for listening. God bless. Good night.